You wanted the best. You got the best. In strong language and adult content. The hottest podcast in the world. Slowly we rock. Slowly We Rock, Metal's funnest and dumbest podcast. I'm your host, James, and I'm joined, as always, by my brothers in arms. I've got Dan. Hello. And I've got Lewis. Hello. How you guys doing? That's the slickest intro. I know. <laughs> and you've unslicked it by calling out <laughs> and pointing to it. Yeah, oh, no, I, was, I was pretty pleased with that as well. That's fantastic. I, I should have talked about it. We could have kept going. It's like you don't look back at an explosion in an action <laughs> movie. <laughs> I think this one, this is what, like episode, this is the 35th one we've done? Something like yeah, that, yeah. Finally. <laughs> Oh, thank yeah. you guys. Yeah, if you jump, yeah, nailed it. I was actually practicing in the bathroom, mirror, just looking in the mirror. I was practicing smiling, and I was practicing testing the acoustics. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, how are we doing, guys? Yeah, good. Really also, good. good. Yeah, not bad for a Tuesday. After yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I'm feeling good because I'm about to go on vacay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah boy. Feeling, yeah, I almost feel like this feeling's almost better than it's not better than the holiday, but the like. The anticipation of the holiday when you finish yes. work. It's setting that out like of in between office. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Also, the fact the anticipation. Patient. Anyway, um, <laughs> classic, classic line. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, I'm also looking forward to <laughs> this holiday. It could either be incredible or it could be terrible. I'm not too sure yet. But it's a trip around Holland with my dad looking at World War II battle sites. That sounds that great. great. Yeah. That's like a dream dad vacation yeah. as well. He like. sent me, a, he was like, oh, on this, this, by this day, by the time we get to the John Frost Bridge in Holland, uh, the weather may be turning a little bit. I was like, I'm just going to Google the John Frost Bridge. And it's just the most normal-looking bridge you've ever seen <laughs> yeah, in entire life. That's kind of the thing, yeah, It's just, it's literally just a bridge in what seems like the middle of nowhere with, like, a little plaque to commemorate the battle. because it was what it was until yeah. the war came yeah. along. Yeah, like, you know? Um, so we put that place on the map. I just yeah. really wonder how many hours we're going to spend in these locations. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm really excited to see a bit of Holland uh, and a couple of days either side in Amsterdam as well, just exploring and stuff. Nice. Well. nice. Yeah. And I'd be asking people, like, oh, okay, what sort of stuff can I do in Amsterdam? I've never been before. What's everyone's recommendations? Oh, I know what you can I'm do, go- Jim. Yeah, I'm going my dad. and I was like, get stoned and go to the red light district. And I'm like, oh, the father-son trip. Well, I'm to be fair, though, there are lots of good pubs in the red light district area. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, Great pubs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can just walk around the city, I would say, because the architecture is incredible. Yeah. Um, There's meant to be... The art gallery is meant to be really great. Loads to do. I only went there on a like, stag do, so... Yeah, I've, I've never been. Yeah. Um, boat think- tour? Even if you're not going I mean, there. It's like, it's a major city. I imagine there's loads yeah, to Yeah, we, we did a boat tour around the old city and that was amazing. Cool. To really get a good look at it. Yeah. I'm very excited. And, and you don't need to smoke marijuana joints to have a good time, Jim. But if you do, Edible. it often helps. <laughs> Every story I hear from anyone who ever goes to Amsterdam and like goes to like a cafe or anything is that they have a smoke and they have a bit of an edible and they say, this isn't doing anything. And they have a bit more and it kicks in. Yes. And then they have to write off an entire day. Yes. We just drank lots of uh, European lagers. Oh, cool. That was That's good. So yeah. It's a good place to do <laughs> Quickly yeah. exonerating himself from any dope smoking yeah. in case yeah, he goes yeah, yeah. politics. <laughs> Didn't inhale. <laughs> uh, T- talking of dope smoking. Yeah. There uh, we go. We are recording this three days before the Area 51 rush. Oh, yeah. Oh, we are, aren't we? 
And I say that because that's only an idea that's come about being high. <laughs> obviously, we'll um, do a whole episode dedicated to what happened, how it went down. Yeah. Uh, next time we record, we could even put together like a little metal soundtrack or rock soundtrack for like if you're reading Ooh. Area 51, what songs you'd want to listen to. Hangar 18. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On loop. Some new UFO. If you forget where you're heading to, you just listen to that and it will remind you constantly. Area 51, Hangar 18. Oh, there's also that Bruce Dickinson solo song, Abduction, which is about being abducted by aliens. Okay, I don't, yeah. I don't know that one. Yeah, in the video, he's running around a country lane getting abducted by aliens. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Multiple cool. times. Yeah, multiple times. <laughs> he escapes it, he gets probed, and then he goes back to find what happened. And he accidentally gets caught again. I think he enjoyed yeah. the probing quite a lot. Yeah, um, yeah so, I'm, so I'm worried. Oh, Lost Keys, Blame Hoffman by Tool. Yep. Literally a song about being abducted by aliens. It's okay. really yeah. weird. Okay. Kind of a song. Kind of a man talking to a doctor. Oh, I suppose at the end. Yeah, Rosetta Stone, sorry, is the song about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the bit after yeah. it is the one with the guy talking to the Doctor. No, it's before. Is it before? Yeah. So, okay, I'll talk you through this little trilogy of songs. First track is Life and Conjuring, <laughs> and it's just like a kind of Native American sounding thing, uh, which is meant to be him getting high. Then uh, Lost Keys, uh, Blame Hoffman, is... Or no, I think it's Vince Rosetta Stoned. That's when it which goes... Which is a great song. Yeah, then, no, then, it's, then the next track is basically with him in the, the hospital and they find him and they're trying to work out who he is and what's That's going on. That's Lost Keys Hoffman, isn't it? Yeah, maybe, yeah. And then the Rosetta Stone. Then it goes to Rosetta Stone, which is the song about him being kidnapped <laughs> by the aliens, yeah. It's fantastic. It's right. really good. Yeah, it makes the whole album. Well, if you'd done your homework and it's all the Tool albums no, in no, order. Sorry. Yes. But, you know, uh, that's all right. I did a very classic British pastime on Sunday and watched an episode of uh, Grand Designs. Classic. And the guy was building like a big fuck off huge round it was all made up of like massive round buildings like a building made of massive cylinders almost okay uh and he kept hinting at sci-fi stuff throughout and references <laughs> and then it was confirmed when because obviously it's all about beautiful designs and architecture etc yep. but you can't buy taste <laughs> <laughs> and also i admired these people for just committing to what they wanted but it takes some it, years of living in caravans, right? Yeah, well, yeah. No, just, <laughs> like a building site. Yeah, I just together. think if you know what you want, just go for it. But one of the things they had was a porcelain, big porcelain statue of an alien smoking a spliff. So, <laughs> I thought it was sold as smoking a cigar, and then, as they said. And, uh, I really want to know. cigar. Yeah, I really want to know how Kevin McLeod sold that at the end. Because at the end of every episode, he's really articulate and passionate about yeah. the project, how they put it together. But usually they look absolutely fantastic. It did. The actual house looked absolutely incredible, but, but the interior decoration left him to be desired. But I think he was quite honest about it. He was just like, because like she mentioned, she wanted silver and turquoise everywhere, uh, and he went, "Oh, okay." Mm. <laughs> and then when he I looked around that. the house, yeah, that's the best bit when he's really condescending about people's like, like he basically but, just goes and shits on their dreams uh, until it's done. Well, jokes on him because it looks like his building <laughs> property company has been. Like, terrible. So, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, he had one. Neither did I. I mean, we were Googling him because he's he's just a weird man. Like, one <laughs> yeah. of the episodes just that we watched too, one was set on top of a... Uh, oh, by the way, if you don't know, <laughs> Grand Designs is a British TV programme about building really big, ridiculous houses. It's kind of like the opposite of uh, Extreme Home Makeover, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Instead of just do it, everyone chipping together to get something done, to help someone out, yeah. it's people who have inexplicably large amounts of money who can build a huge property from scratch who are just kind of doing it I mean a very condescending man will turn up and like (laughs) you know admire your doorknobs uh, and that sort of thing but uh, one of the episodes they're building like a house on top of a cliff which seems like a bold move in itself yeah you're not going much long maybe five years before a cliff starts to erode (laughs) but uh, 
he decided to do the opening while abseiling down this cliff and talking <laughs> into the camera. I think he's got a bit bored. When did he start doing action shots? But, I know. But also, what we were saying. If you think about it, these, these projects take years and years to make, right? So he's basically going to be checking in with people. Yeah. All over the place. So I can imagine he is bored out of his fucking mind. Yeah. Also, there's only so many ways you can build a house. <laughs> you think that, but uh, he's still constantly amazed. Anyway, maybe check that out if you want. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. planning on talking about that, but... I remember the alien. Gra- grand design, so it's so relaxing because yep. even, even when Sunday evening TV, yes. yeah, even when you see the uh, the people building this project stressing out like over money, uh, labourers, all yeah. everything, Kevin McLeod is also incredibly calm, and he can just fuck off and come back in six months' time. Yes, exactly. and it's kind of resolved itself by then, so you don't have to take on the stress that they do. Oh, and also uh, he said on the one where it was basically like a sort of almost like a bunker on top of his cliff. It's really nice, but it was built into the. Um, surrounding area. Okay, yeah, yeah. But he was looking out, and obviously it's on a cliff, so there's nothing around. And he goes, "I one of the main things I believe about a good house is that you should have a naked window. And a naked window is somewhere where you can stand all day if necessary, <laughs> <laughs> completely naked, and no one can see you. <laughs> we were trying to work out why it would be a necessity <laughs> to have to be there naked. And we just imagine, like, yeah, just going to call in sick today, uh, not the right conditions, going to be at a naked window all day. If Kevin McLeod has an incredibly rare medical condition where he must air his bollocks for 20 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nece- nece- necessary. Unbelievable. Classic McLeod. If you were taking part in a uh, still life drawing. Good point. Yeah, but the whole point is no one can see you. Well, no, I'd assume the people painting you would be in the same room. You reckon? I, 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 no, I think it's, I think it's like, he, he just enjoys a challenge, <laughs> a creative long, challenge. Long maybe. distance still life. Yeah, form. he hires people to still life paint him, but they have to do it from outside the house. <laughs> they've, got to, they've got to earn a glimpse of the McLeod. Yeah. Well, he only gets his jollies in very specific atmospheric conditions. <laughs> so he, he, that's why he could be stood there up to all day, hoping <laughs> the time is right. Oh... Uh. Wow. Well, we covered that. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Uh... Do you guys have a naked window in your properties? Every window's a naked window, baby. Uh, actually, yeah. I, think, I think my bedroom window is a naked window. Yeah. If you think about it, because I'm on the top floor. You've had no rep- complaints from the police yet. <laughs> well, I mean, the blinds are always closed. I never open them. Yeah. But um, if I were to, um, it's top floor. Yeah. Uh, there's no houses uh, opposite. Yes. And yeah. there is a really large tree over the sort of like little back patio area so no one across the road would be able mm. to really see anyway this bedroom, bedroom is this room used to be a naked window yeah we cut the tree down uh, uh, and now it's not deliberately i can see yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah my bedroom is <laughs> did you order kids to stand outside then come to window <laughs> yeah. naked how about now yeah <laughs> then you run outside naked with an axe start chopping yeah, we're gonna have to cut the whole thing down <laughs> uh mine is as long as there's no one in the living room looking out Towards my room because it's like <laughs> shares the balcony. Yeah, that's the only time it'd be a problem. What about you? Um, listeners at home, please let us know. Do you <laughs> yeah, have yeah, a yeah. tweet? Please, please tweet at us. <laughs> I guarantee there's someone in that building who uses their balconies like yours as a naked balcony. Oh, uh, 100%. I'm sure. Yeah, and why not? <laughs> yeah, you know? that's true. Shouldn't yeah. be looking. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's going on? New music, old music. Oh, yeah, what's music. happening? Uh, yeah, new music. I've just been listening to. You know, yeah, new tool, new kill switch mm-hmm. engage, uh, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, but I also went on a real deep dive on Sepultura recently. Mm. I was watching like a ranking of Sepultura albums, but it was like one where this host would kind of get like audience comments and they would all talk about their favorite albums. Mm. And it made me realize how 
as much as I love like Chaos AD and Arise, I've never really delved like super into their back catalogue because mm-hmm. Chaos AD is like such a perfect album for me. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. So I decided to go back and it's really interesting the journey they've had because initially they were kind of considered like a bit of a death metal band for like their okay. first couple of albums. Yeah, I would definitely say so. Yeah. Up to yeah. including Beneath the Remains. Yeah. Then Beneath the Remains comes along and it's like, it's super thrashy. Same with Arise. And then they kind of brought in more of the tribal stuff. Arise is my favourite. I remember the title track just being the most aggressive sounding song. Yeah. And Dead, o- <laughs> Dead Embryonic Cells as yeah. well. Yeah. I just it's love fantastic. It. And then when you get to Chaos AD, they kind of bring in a bit more of a kind of groove to it and they start to bring in more of the tribal rhythms. Right. Then you get to Roots and that's where they go full on with like more of a groove and a bit of a new metal stuff, but also yeah. way more world music in there. Bang yeah. so like, track again as well. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. if you actually go through like their trajectory with Max, they basically had like three or four different phases. Like they never really made the same album twice. And it was really fascinating because like, it made me appreciate yeah, okay. like how important they were as a band. Like they were considered like like basically the next big thing in Fresh before kind of pivoting. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Because it's so easy now to think of them as like, you know, dreadlock, slightly hippie-ish yeah. kind of side of metal. And it's like they weren't like that at all. They were like they were the incredibly b- aggressive Portuguese Fresh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. Brazilian, Brazilian yeah. But Portuguese language. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it just made me. I've basically listened to Beneath the Remains, Arise, and Chaos AD, then Roots back to back. So uh, good, yeah. And they it just was won. Fantastic. I've listened to those albums so many times just to try and get it to click. Yeah, yeah. just still hasn't clicked really. For me. No. So not I, even like individual songs or not really like Roots or no. Arise. Oh. No. So, I, don't, I don't know why. No, I find it it's quite just, surprising. Yeah. Like even mm. if the whole albums don't click, yeah, for you, yeah, you'd think there'd be it's just not certain individual so, ones. I think the reason why I think Chaos AD works best for me is... <laughs> is that how it goes? Chaos AD works best yep, for that me. Scans. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, yeah. Um, is that when they bring in more of... Because Max, it's like... Basically, his vocals are very limited. Yes. It's more. It's like a bark. It's quite yeah. a uh, monotone bark. Yeah. Uh, it's a then, huge part of their sound. Yeah. But when, when, but yeah, but when you get to like Chaos AD and they bring in more of like the tribal stuff in, in the world music his vocal patterns really fit the rhythms. Yeah. Whereas before, when they're kind of doing a more of a thrash sound, he may be, not that thrash vocalists are like the most ranged, but he doesn't quite have... No, I think... Like, it, it doesn't it doesn't quite gel as well. Whereas, like, his vocals are very very sort of, like, barking and rhythmic, and it goes really well with, like, the more tribally drums they do. Yeah, I'd agree. But I think if you look at all of the, the big thrash bands, they've got fairly high voices, it, yeah. so it cuts through... Yeah. All of the kind of chaos that's happening. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think when you, I guess though, if they were bordering that kind of death, death metal stuff, then it mm, yeah. makes a bit more sense. But totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's only got, I mean, up until like, by the time you get to Roots, like, even though he's, uh, you know, still like a fairly limited vocalist, his range in terms of like screams is a lot better. Yeah. That, that album is way more emotive. Whereas if you go to like Beneath the Remains, it's very much just sort of like it's a lot of it's like kind of semi-spoken as well mm-hmm. yeah. like he's really channeling his inner Suggs from Madness Suggs <laughs> <laughs> from Madness um, speaking of which how did he end up being like the face of Fish Fingers <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know we said this it was our house is in the advert right uh, well, it's the first time we've talked about this but yeah I think uh, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, yeah I have a feeling our house was the one that, uh, I love Suggs. Suggs need a key change. Okay, I'll sing louder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll sing louder. 
actually quite like Madness, though. They're fun. I've got no problem with Madness yeah. at all. No. Yeah. Imagine Be- having a grudge against Madness. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, I there's like a huge part of my childhood. Yeah. Like many a car journey listening to Madness. Everyone had that greatest hit, yeah, right? Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. It's, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> not. It's novelty music to some degree, and I think when you hear it as a kid, it's, that's why it's so appealing. But not all novelty music ages well, does no, it? No, but this has. But I tell you, speaking of band, another one that has aged well uh, is um, Black Lace have got a new song. Oh, no. And sadly, <laughs> shut up. Sadly, I discovered this because um, it came up on my, you know, in Spotify, I recommend you I do. new releases yeah. you might like. And yeah, Black Lace came up on there for me. Forever. So Weezer's new one came up on there, which isn't really worth talking about that long. But the new Weezer song, they're going for a Van Halen sound at the start of it. They cool. capture it really well. And then the rest of the song's very standard meat and potatoes Weezer. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad either. It's quite There's something we talk poppy. about slight real quick before we get on to Black Lace. Yeah. So have you seen that the Green Day oh, yeah. Weezer Fallout Boy I tour? Know. Right. That's okay. a good lineup. Yeah. That. Have you seen the advert for it? No. Okay, so for the advert, it's um Billy Joe. Yeah. Uh it's uh, oh, the new Green Co- Day song is terrible. Is, oh, sorry, but yeah, we'll get on to that. Yeah, Rivers sorry. Kumo. And um, Pete Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're there saying, "Oh, we've got this new album, this new albums and new tours coming up." Uh, but don't take it from us; take it from this guy. We spent all of our marketing budget on it. Ric Flair then comes out oh, yeah. and starts cutting like a, like a limousine ride and jet plane flight. You know, that's genius. Yeah, yeah gold rings. That's excellent yeah. promo. Uh, yeah, just to promote this new tour they're doing. That's brilliant. But I've not heard that Green Day song. It wouldn't surprise me it's garbage. They've no, not done anything but, good since American uh, Idiot. Well, no, but they had the odd good song on the last yeah. album before they said a couple of good ones. 21st Century Breakdown. Uh, no. Because um, they had Undos Tres as well. Yeah. And, oh, the one. There was yeah. another one. But yeah. they had a couple of good ones on that. But I don't know, that's all. I still quite fancy but, maybe but what going. you need to 85 do... 85 quid a ticket. ...is oh. read, read the press that's release... Prop that was apparently written by Billy Joe. Okay. It's incoherent. <laughs> it's utterly insane. I also don't think you'd guess it. We should listen to it in a minute. I don't think you would guess it was Green Day. And I haven't checked whether they got a guest vocalist for the start of it. Okay. But it doesn't sound like them at all. Really? But not in a good way. Just it doesn't... They haven't... I don't know. But... So, I did listen to American Idiot again because it's the album's incredible. It, it starts just, to finish. We're so, really we're so blessed yeah. that both Blink-182 and Green Day... And the offspring are all releasing albums this year to remind us how old we are. <laughs> oh, no, no. no, but American Ugh. Idiot really does hold up. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of things that hold up, sorry, you were about to mention. Oh, can we band. not? Let's just talk about Black nice. Lace. Yeah, Black Lace got a new song oh, out. Like it came up on my recommended list. <laughs> um, they've done a cover of Tom Jones's Delilah. <laughs> uh, it starts off quite standard, but it goes places. Now, uh, Lewis, you haven't heard this yet, have you? I've not. Have you? I've not heard it. No. Okay, neither of you heard it. Cool. We We're put- not going to listen to the dance remix, which is also available, <laughs> of Delilah <laughs> by Tom Jones. The song about a guy spotting his wife or girlfriend committing infidelity and then murdering her. Um, <laughs> we're not going to. We're not going to listen to the dance remix of that. We'll listen to the original first of all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're going to drop out for one second. We'll be right back. <laughs> well, we just heard that. Yep. <laughs> what Fucking do you think? Hell. So all I can think is. One who's financing this stuff. I have no idea. I guess Agadoo Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be Agadoo Bucks. Every kid's party. Again, uh, our friend Rob uh, said that I've ruined, or we've ruined, uh, (laughs) all kids' parties. Because when he takes his little girl to kids' parties, (laughs) they obviously play Black Lace. 
but he knows the truth about them now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just always very uncomfortable in case they start playing. The, I'm, I'm imagining their marketing strategy is a map of the UK with every Butlins marked on there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And they plan to like airdrop every nah, CD pontins. copies. Yeah, Butlins, Pontins, <laughs> and maybe like maps of Benidorm as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've That's got like so. a fleet of drones ready to drop CDs on top of these and campsites. Definitely like pubs in Bolton. Yep. Yeah, working uh, yeah. But yeah, so very st- straight cover for the first minute and a half. Sounds like bad karaoke. Yes. Yes. And then they just drop a really fat disco drum beat <laughs> in the middle of it and but like start building up hype. Yeah, yeah. It really does build the hype. Yeah. What four nouns? Huh? What for? Murder. <laughs> it gets to the point where he's about to commit murder, and then that's when it goes. Doo, 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 doo. We can just play it. I mean, yeah, it's shocking. That's because the feeling of murder is euphoric, I imagine. Yeah. So you need a nice dance beat. Yeah, along okay. With it. it is the most appropriate dance like, beat. It, it feels like it should have been a collaboration with Daz Samson. <laughs> yep. Daz Samson. Fucking <laughs> uh, Daz Samson. Um, but also, I'm hoping, it's only one song, I'm hoping they're going to drop an album eventually. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, the also, room is hitting. Is there anything the you like to hear them cover? Is, huh? Is there anything you like to hear them cover? No. Um, <laughs> the, well, so my answer is actually nothing, but also everything. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, feel like, I feel we're overdue the um, Purple Rain cover. Yeah. Maybe the whole album. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Blue Rain, make it dirty again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back to the roots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the album cover is just like a sort of tattoo, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, um, but also speaking of uh, Delilah, um, this Wait, may or may, it's hard to know why I can't really say why this connects yet until Lewis has watched it. But one of our favourite things to talk about, David Lee Roth, yes, uh, has recently announced he's doing, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a um, residency in Vegas, like a lot of big singers do, where they'll spend a year. Or whatever, <laughs> just doing certain amount of shows. Twenty years in some artist case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Musical a, prison. Real mm. quick, real quick point. Yeah. So they've got singers the likes of Celine Dion, Matt Gosh, Schneider Twain. <laughs> yeah, Matt yeah, Gosh. Weirdly, yeah. But yeah. he's he can sing. Yep. Oh, share. <laughs> Maybe David Lee Roth Tom Jones. isn't at his best right now. Mm. You say that, but then you haven't watched the promo <laughs> okay. video. Also, you, you say that though. Also, Motley Crue did the Las Vegas residency. Oh, yeah, oh, that was that that reminds me that Vince Neil is in the best shape of his entire life. Yes. Yeah, see, that's the difference. Yes. Yeah. Physically um, and vocally. Def Leppard yes. are doing a Las Vegas residency. Um, there is more of a yeah. market now for like That's not classic, bad for a bunch yeah. of lads from Sheffield, is it? Yeah, there's more of a market now for like black classic rock. Yeah. <laughs> you t- you take that back. They're doing a yeah. yeah. Blackpool residency. Yeah. Yeah. Whether anyone wants it or not. <laughs> we'll just turn up at your home. We're not leaving. But David Lee Roth done a 10-minute video promo to announce this yeah it's it's we're gonna go into it now lewis hasn't seen this no um it's cheap it's been so hard not to talk about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've actually had but there's to a reason why this. it connects to delilah as well okay but, uh, all right let's do this we're I've, gonna I've watch this to now avoid this now for what like a week a yeah. week yeah yeah let's get yeah. it on i'm right, impressed cool. you haven't seen any of it i showed him one image from the first bit of the video and he's like no more spoilers i was like that's nothing it's like, but yeah all right, let's do this. We're going to drop out again. <laughs> It'll be we'll seamless. Be right back. It'll be seamless. Mm. Okay, so there's absolutely no way we could cover the insanity of the entire 10 minutes of David Lee Roth doing a Vegas promo, I guess. Um, but we also could not let you go without. So please enjoy this tiny snippet of 10 minutes, 10 entire minutes of David Lee Roth being a crazy person. 
Tom Jones is my favorite example of that. What? What's new, Pussycat? <laughs> Listory sings the next. Tom, what's your favorite Tom Jones song? It's not unusual. Okay, there you go. We said that weird. Delilah, my, 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 Delilah. <laughs> That's not how we go remotely. <laughs> I don't think he's ever heard the song before. Completely <laughs> the wrong team. That's my terrible. Whoa! I like when like in the bizarre universe where Black Lace's cover of Delilah is more faithful five. than David Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah. Your hit list. We're going to Vegas, baby. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like I've had a stroke. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fever dream. He's I, basically channeling Dennis Hopper from Apocalypse Now. That was one of the most surreal things I've ever seen. It starts off naff, but okay, when he's doing like the stage show bit at the start. <laughs> but but it's the tiniest stage I've ever seen in my life. It's like the size thing, of this room. The whole thing is like... Oh, let's see what venue he's actually playing. The yeah. smallest... I don't know, everything seems so below a man of his status. Yeah. He was in Van Halen. I think it's Van Halen tribute that had a better setup than what we've had going on there. <laughs> they completely redefined heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie Van Halen did. Yeah. Oh my god. That. I actually can't explain why. He'd be watched. lucky to get any colour M and M's on the rider for this. Okay, he's playing the he's playing the House of Blues. Uh... Okay. Uninvited or? <laughs> yeah, he's busking outside. I was just a relentless barrage. <laughs> But also edited, so their stuff got cut. It's and okay. somebody went, "Yes, Dave." So for the audience, uh, Dave oh, Lee Roth, sorry. the former singer of Van Halen, uh, and huge star in his own right, screenwriter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. He, it's not a ginormous venue by any means. It's quite a famous one, no, though. But it's yeah. quite a famous one, yeah. He has some good acts out of that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, but he is doing a residency in Vegas. And has released a ten-minute promo of him just saying words, right? Yeah, mainly the really... word Vegas sandwiching the other words <laughs> <laughs> at some point. If we have you heard, you only need five songs to play Vegas. He doesn't say where he's yeah. playing. Doesn't say when he's playing. Yeah, um, <laughs> doesn't mention tickets. Yeah. Doesn't mention dates. He says <laughs> people bands always get together around a proverbial table to talk about playing Vegas because they need more glittery clothes than before. He yeah. wears combat spandex. Uh, he keeps talking about you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, that kind of thing. How Vegas is like Sin City, and how you can't trust anyone in Vegas. Yeah. You don't know what they're thinking. But he also yeah. uh, relates to dogs more because they have eyebrows, so you can tell what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah. These are all real things that he says in this yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, because as, as, like a manifesto. as I mentioned, I had it on in the background because I was like, this just keeps going on and on. Uh, and I didn't really notice the cuts in it, so I thought it was just oh, yeah. a uncut screw of consciousness. I thought he was going insane on camera. Do you think he kind of has? Well, he is. The, yeah. the bits where it's not cut and it is just stream of conscious is just as buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine he edited it or whoever did the editing uh, did the best they could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like you had to be on cocaine to let that I Also, he sings Delilah to a completely different tune <laughs> to the song Delilah, which is the segue. I'm so happy he exists, though. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't I'm, wish, yeah I, I'm having a great like, time. I'm really into, like, you don't seem to hear much from, like, Eddie and Alex Van Halen on their own time. They no, don't really do much of anything. But they've always been pretty... Antisocial, as far as I can tell. Yeah, well, <laughs> No yeah, one who's like, ever been in that band has really got along with them. Difficult, as yeah. what I've heard. <laughs> 
But no one's David Lee Roth. Yeah, whereas David no. Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar just seem like they're party animals. David Lee Roth in that he's trying to, like, relive and recapture, like, the 80s desperately. Every day. Sammy Hagar is just, like... I don't, he's just permanent vacation. He seems like he's always ready yes. just to like. He's always got a Hawaiian shirt on, always got board shorts on, and he's always. I can't probably... imagine his shoes to have uh, anything covering his toes. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> David Lee Roth was a paramedic at one point, wasn't he? Or yeah. trained to be an EMT. Yeah. Yeah. That's a horrifying <laughs> thought. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I'm happy he's excited about playing Vegas. Um, can you imagine like, the, uh, he didn't really sing and when he was singing it was terrible <laughs> which isn't a good well, sign for you, a singer that's, that's what you're paying for though you're paying uh, to see I him suppose, before yeah. oh ridiculous um, I was actually I was out last night um, with my girlfriend's dad and he saw David Lee Roth on the Skyscraper tour okay, okay. and he came into <laughs> his entrance to the show he was in a boxing ring that went all the way around the stadium and he had gigantic boxing gloves on oh my and God. an oversized phone microphone that he was just hitting the audience. Wow. <laughs> and, and then he went up onto the stage and he had uh, the, like, you know, the velvet gown they come on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, silk, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It said Diamond Dave on the back. That's yeah. incredible. That's and it's, it's when Steve I was on guitar and everything and yeah. when he was actually at his peak. Yeah. Perfect. That's for dreams. So isn't it? jealous. God, so that jealous. good. Because he will never ever be <laughs> on that form again. No, it's probably because of that tour that he's now <laughs> in the mind frame that he's in. He probably wishes he'd saved his money. <laughs> residency's going to pay itself, baby. Well, what if the residency actually is? It's he has a day off where they load off the all the gear. <laughs> then the next day is the gig. Then the following day, they load back on the gear. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, three nights in Vegas, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Mm. Yeah. I Mental. also didn't realise that he had a podcast. Oh, can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> I don't I mean, think I if that's an example that, of it. Because that's said episode 24. So I don't know if that was cut out for the promo for this Vegas thing. Or if that's the episode of the video podcast. Oh, God. That can't be a whole episode of something. No. It's 10 minutes of absolute trash. But it does say like the Dave Lee Roth Show 24. Okay, yeah, it's called The Roth Show. That's it. Great. Uh, there are 25 episodes. 24 is the Vegas one. Uh, How long is one it? One of these episodes. Oh, in no. fact, the David Lee Roth Las, Las Vegas episode is a full episode of the podcast. It's nine minutes long. And it's on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. You can listen to that. Uh, when you've done with this, please go and listen to The Roth yeah. Show. Why are you listening to this? <laughs> Okay, also, yeah, these episodes seem relatively few and far between, even by, like, our own standards. Wait, what's episode three? And yeah, at the same time, though, he's also dropped at one point, like, three episodes in a day as well. <laughs> <laughs> one, first one's called Ultra Dave, part yeah. one. Then Diamond Dave goes Ultra part two. Not the same title. <laughs> then, and then number Dave, three, Dave goes to Vegas. Yeah. The classic sequel. Doesn't that sound like a, a, a shit 80s comedy? Also, Dave, Dave checks to in. Vegas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he has an episode that's Dave's an hour and a half long and then give it a bit of time and the episode is like sort of slow down to about 35 minutes. Actually, do you know what? Nine minutes. Back up to an hour But these are up to 20. About, uh. Just thinking about this, yeah. talking of those old kind of... 80s or 90s films like Baby's Day Out and yeah. Dunson Checks In, you could replace the main character with David E. Roth and those things would still make sense. Yep. <laughs> yeah. like, Trying to get somebody just six star in your hotel, David E. Roth turns up, <laughs> causing all sorts of havoc. Also, these these episodes... <laughs> David E. Roth witnesses a crime and three criminals are chasing him, Dave's Day Out. 
yeah. these episodes read like David Lee Roth's video just there. Okay, so this is the ep- this description for his most recent episode. Uh, 25 Las Vegas Confidential can't wait to hear this uh, Silver Doll Grand Slam Bonanza Babes 5 Songs Hot Slots and Calamity Cubes Damaged Lives on the Road to Ruin sounds like a weekend to me Moby Dick in a Goldfish Bowl Dangerous Curves and Mid-Level Fury A Noisy Little Town on a Saturday Night and Every Other Night too. Sin City Peep Show Shimmy Shake and Celebrate A Night of the Follies yeah I think it's beat poetry isn't it <laughs> We need, in fact, you know, I'm going to edit some bongos over it. <laughs> yeah. you say that. Definitely, you need that. It's perfect. If you went to a slam poetry night, you'd be up there. Yeah. Maybe just a little, like, double bass as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's not a single full stop in this. No, and sometimes not spaces, but there should be either. <laughs> they just capitalise the new word in the middle of the first word. But then... Incredible. Better, better yet, though, the next episode, or the episode before that, um, just called David Lee Roth Rocks Vegas. Yeah. The description of that is just called... David Lee Roth Rocks Vegas. Which is the, what we've just listened to and watched on Spotify. Nine minutes. That's okay. mind-blowing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. He has, on, a, he, has a, he has an episode, episode 23. It's 35 minutes long. It was called The Chinese Are Coming, The Chinese Are Coming. <laughs> uh, ready for the latest poem from... Uh... <laughs> no. Uh, the, descri- the description is 23, The Chinese Are Coming, The Chinese Are Coming, Equal Opportunity Annoyance, as is Dayton, and so are we. A whole new way of things, working for the weekend. Miller time, some folks from out of town, Tyler's self-expression, the American way. Cultural mathematics, Wonder Bread times burrito equals egg roll, Disneyland divided by General Sao, Chow, General Sao. Uh, chain, gang, cantaloupes, communication, breakdown. Gomez saves the day, Ramirez saves the day, Lopez saves the day. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Because to start with, I thought, oh, maybe it's um, topics they talked about, and it's yeah. just formatted weirdly. No, um, I guess. Do you do it in like you, speech to text? You, yeah, you can tell by like a Chinese one. He obviously watched that Netflix documentary, American Factory, uh, which I highly recommend. Uh, okay. It's excellent, but I'm guessing he's just watched that and it's just set him off. Set him yeah. off. <laughs> Also, uh, there's an episode, episode 22, was called Gun School. I'm absolutely the, not putting all of these in there, but there's a photo of him. He looks like he's dressed like a... I don't care if we're recording. Like, a, like a demon, neither did David Lee Roth. Uh, yeah. like kind of like a chimney sweep. Or like, oh, in fact, he looks like he's seen an episode of Peaky Blinders. And he's, yeah. oh, that's, which is basically what he's wearing in that video. Yeah, it's where his he weird train driver look. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read one more to you. Oh, okay, one more. Derailed at the station. Okay. Before you even left. Episode 22, Gun School. Uh, gun school, but I'm I'm angry right now. Is that a gun in your pocket? In America, we say it with bullets. The need for an armed mortician, the original point-and-click interface. Gun handling ain't marksmanship. 45 caliber genetic engineering size matters. Defensive leisure wear. Sorry, whirl. Uh, think you just shot me 13 times. Mandibala, gun smoke, everything that uh, comes in black. Get rid of that nickel-plated sissy pistol. Ten favorite gun cleaning accidents. Incoming fire impacts, chopsticks in the hole, straight out of Tinseltown. Yeah, it's fine. I, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. We should start doing our uh, episode descriptions like this. Okay, yeah, be much better. Yeah. I don't think that I could come up with no like words as random as that. It would just be Big Mac, uh, <laughs> Whopper, deep fried. Um, it's as if someone, you know, those things where people are getting like bots to watch something and then write a script. Like yeah, Batman or like a Trump rally or some shit like that. This is like someone's forced a bot yep. to watch every single David Lee Roth interview ever. 
and then just spewed it out. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> no, you're, okay, you're done, aren't you? What's this one called? Uh, episode 16, Green Hornets. Title, Green Hornets. Freeze, where's Roth? Looking for a needle in a... My perfect... Sorry, for perfect hot dog. My, my. Things are particularly clean today. If your hot dog's a needle in it, it's not perfect. About an hour and a half above the Kentucky border. The scenic route. Off-road comfort on a dog-nosed seat. In case you need the phone, just knock New York City. New Year's Eve, two days later. Cross-training, gymnastics for the brain. Title, the best thing about Tokyo. It's the smell, if there's such a thing. Who called the ambulance? Floyd Patterson? Every city has a North Tower. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, again, we joke about this before, but I don't know you've done it on the podcast, but... I feel like we're activating a sleeper agent somewhere. <laughs> like Winter Soldier style. With uh, Baron Zemo and his uh, little red book of code phrases. <coughs> we're activating Dave Lee Roth's sleeper agents across the country. What would they be up to? I dread to think, honestly. <laughs> All right. I, guess I don't think I've got anything more to say. No, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, so what were you doing uh, last night with your uh, girlfriend, Tat? We were watching the one and only Paul Gilbert. Paul Gilbert. Paul Gilbert. The of Racer Gilbert. X fame. Of Racer X fame. And Mr. Big. Of Mr. Big fame. Yeah, very. I yeah, only know is. Mr. Yeah. Big because you mentioned Mr. Big probably once a month. They're the best. Without any he, context. He is an incredible guitar player. He's insane. What was he like live? Where oh did you see him? God. First of all. Yeah, great. Great question. That was a great question. Yeah, I know. Um, we saw him at the Fleece. Oh, wicked. Which is, so to those that don't know the venue, um, it's about 400 capacity. Yeah. yeah. It's a really small venue for someone like Paul Gilbert. So he's been in some huge bands in the 80s. He's a monster in his own right as a guitar virtuoso. He's Mm. kind of like your Steve Vai or your Ingwe Malmsteen type character. He's not like an Ingwe Malmsteen type character. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to retract that. How big of his boots? Intensely European. (laughs) Um, And Oh, my God. He was absolutely superb. Yeah. So, so good. So good. He did... So, despite being a guitarist and loving really, really great guitarists... Yeah. Because I think whenever you're watching a master of their craft, it's always fantastic. Of course. Right? And it's, there's something emotional about it. Just seeing someone have that absolute mastery over an instrument is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I do always worry, like, but am I going to get bored? <laughs> like, yeah. Especially with your shred type stuff. Of course, yeah. Because it, it can be a bit intense, right? Just hearing someone just absolutely wail on it for like an hour and a half. It, it, it would be easy to be re- repetitive if you weren't careful. Yeah. yeah. But I guess with, with these guys, you know, they've made a career of it. It's not going to be. Mm. So it was thoroughly, thoroughly entertaining. He went into how he writes some of his songs. Uh, there's one On called... guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he said that um, he... In fact, first of all, it was a strange audience... One, it's the tallest crowd I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was bizarrely tall. Really? Yeah. I'm not a short guy, and I could not uh, see this venue at all. Every single person there was like over 6'3". Easy. So normal height. <laughs> normal average height. It was so strange. I've Weird. never been to such tall You've concert. really got the, the pillars to deal with in the fleece. Yeah. Which is its only downside. Um, yeah. Because otherwise it's a fun venue. But then you've also got now apparently human pillars. <laughs> yeah. There'll be six or three people. Meat pillars. Meat pillars yeah. walking around. <laughs> um, I've seen Creed Bratton there at the weekend. Creed from The Office. Yes. Bizarre. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, so, yeah, that was strange. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it. So there was a kid about my age there as well. And he was like, yeah, and everyone's so old. I was like, huh? 
He was like, it's really weird. The, the closer you get to the front, the older the crowd is. <laughs> He's like, it's really weird how old this crowd is. Is he ageing people and as they get said, close to him? <laughs> and he said, yeah, maybe. Uh, he then said, he was like, yeah, everyone's like easily 50. And I'm there with my girlfriend's dad. Yeah. <laughs> and I just looked at him like, what? I was like, yeah, of course they're old. It's like, Paul Gilbert's big in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird we, that you're... <laughs> we weren't born there, yeah. yeah we're yeah, the anomaly yeah. in this the, situation. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very, very strange. But the crowd was, for the most part, kind of what you'd expect. You're kind of bedroom guitar nerds. Of course. Uh, of, of course. It's it's a shred show, right? Yeah. Um, to the point that Paul Gilbert's talking about when he wrote this one song, and it was inspired by him having a breakdown about not being able to get onto a plane. And mm. the hostess said, sir, you need to calm down. And he went, oh, that's a great, that's a great name for a song. And he said, yeah, so I wrote a song called You Need to Calm Down. Mm. He's like, I released it, and then little did I know that the next week some female pop artist released it. He's like, I can't, he's like, oh, who was it? He's like, was it Britney's? No, I can't remember. And the whole audience, like, just silence. Oh, right. So I, I was like, oh, fuck. So it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> and the amount of dudes that looked at me like, how fucking dare you know something like that? Like, what? Popular culture. Like, yeah. They're my gig. Ugh. Ugh. You listen to different music. Did uh, he appreciate it, though? No, he didn't. Get the answer. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> or he chose to ignore it. I don't know. Um, Maybe it was a bit he was doing. Maybe. It sounds like a bit. Yeah. Honest with you. yeah. But in fact, shit. God, this podcast tied together perfectly. He did... Um, one of the things that made it really insane was that he did a bunch of covers. Cool. So he did Carry On My Wayward Son. Banger. Um, he did While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Another brilliant song. Which he <laughs> interspersed with some of his shreddiest songs. Okay. And it was so weird, but amazing. Did it work? Yeah. Okay. Like, I would not have put no. it with any of these yeah. songs. I'll show you after. Sure. Um, but he did it with a track called Technical Difficulties and Scarified. Okay. Which is just pure guitar wailing. It's amazing. He also did Running With The Devil. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And he did the vocal parts, like, interspersed with the rhythm guitars. Okay. So he's doing kind of a bit of everything, mm. including every single David Lee Roth noise. No <laughs> which, way. Which we know so well because of that video on YouTube, the right? Isolated yeah, the isolated vocals. vocals. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every single bit, including the whistle. Oh, that's No way. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it was so cool. So what Mr. Big do I need to check out? I've heard of Racer X as well. Because what wasn't... Isn't the drummer from Judas Priest originally from Racer X? That would make so much sense. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah, definitely. But the drummer they got in for... From Painkiller onwards. Painkiller. Yeah, he's been oh, there ever since. Yeah, he's from, from Racer, Racer X. X. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. makes so much sense. Yeah. So Racer X, um, when hair metal kind of started, they were one of the first, like, really technically proficient bands. Yeah. Because obviously you had, like, crew and all that. It's, it's mm, much nitro. more of a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were just pure shred. Drums, guitar, vocals, everything was, like way over the top yeah and it was Bruce Boulay who was the other guitarist who gave himself carpal tunnel trying to keep up with Paul Gilbert ooh fuck he said he would just practice for like 10 hours a day constantly to the mm. point that he couldn't play yeah whereas Paul Gilbert was just carrying on so then, like. so then they went down to one guitarist um, which is really sad Bruce Boulay is playing again now though oh that's good which is great um, that is super super fast super widely Insanity, I love it. If you just want a pure shred fest, go for that. Cool. Yeah. Mr. Big are pure songwriting. It's so, so good. I always mm. check out um, an album called Lean Into It. Okay. 
It's so good. You know how there's a bunch of really, really great hair metal that came out in like the early 90s? Yeah. No. no. Not from the other. <laughs> not from the other. Yeah. I, you, you've, You'd love it. You've told me there is, yeah. but uh, I don't know if I believe you. I was... Some of Rat's best stuff was 90s. Uh, and wait, who is it? Who Steelheart, Steel yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steelheart, Firehouse, everything's yeah. great. But um, Lean Into It is so good. There's, I love, I want to do... In fact, I quite like to do a mini-series off of this, where we go on a hair metal odyssey, and I take you guys through yeah, some real sure, niche sure. I'll look for it. shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. I dread to think what we listen to, but yeah, yeah. I'll be up for that. We can alternate it with... Uh, Tooling around as well. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. for the ultimate kind of contradiction. Um, there's a track on that album where him and... Jim, have you ever heard of a bassist called Billy Sheehan? No. Yeah. He played for Steve Vai and stuff as well, like... Uh, and David Lee Roth. Yeah. Stupidly good. Matches everything that they do with his fingers. He's almost like a lead bass guitar yeah. player, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a track where they're both playing with drills. <laughs> They've got three guitar picks on a piece of wood on a drill. <laughs> it's amazing. If you want that kind of over the top, yeah, I okay, got, yeah. got you sorted. That's some like real yeah. spinal okay. tap type stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have one more thing to say as well. Okay. It, and yeah. I'll try and keep you an update, but I'm not going to be watching any more of it, if I can help it. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend started watching the new series of The Hills, the reality TV show. Yeah. So I was watching it, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And they kept talking about this guy called Brandon on it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, this dude's crazy. You know, he's younger than us, but he says some wild things. And he's a cool dude. And they even his name came up as Brandon Thomas Lee. And I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, that's the same Brandon Lee's... Um, as the actor, right? As the actor and Bruce Lee's son. Um, and then this Brandon Lee was like, yeah, you know, my parents are divorced. And, you know, I haven't spoken to my dad in a while. And uh, then his mum turns up. Uh, and it's Pamela Anderson and I literally <laughs> oh I wasn't really paying attention I, think I, was, I was doing some putting some stuff on eBay or something while it was on I was like oh shit and I couldn't really explain why I was excited I was like <laughs> the drummer of Molly Crew's son they wrote a song about him when he was a baby um, so Tommy hasn't turned up in it yet he's mentioned that he doesn't get on with his dad That'd and he fight. was saying his dad yeah that's what they talk about a bit and he's like you know my dad got famous at 18 and Usually when you get famous, you sort of stay whatever age mentally you're at. Right. So Pamela turns up to talk to him, uh, sets some white sage on fire so it's smoking, and wafts it around to get rid of all the bad energies out of her son's house, and then leaves. So Pamela Anderson exercised Brandon Lee's house yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on the hills. Yeah, wafted In- some smoke under his uh, dressing gown In- as well. And he went, oh. Mom! <laughs> um, so if anything happens i'm probably gonna try and avoid watching it because i find it quite boring i love trash tv but that was <laughs> it's boring really boring um, too far. yeah it's just not very exciting i like trashy proper like millionaire matchmaker real garbage <laughs> but um well, Vanderhouse but rules. if tommy yeah exactly vanderpump rules vanderpump rules uh, and also the spin-off Van, uh, vanderpump rules brit britney and jacks take kentucky <laughs> um it's been a weekend Anyway, um, but yeah, if Tommy Lee turns up, I'll be sure to let everyone know. Okay. Um, I would love for him to be on the hills. Can you imagine? Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Awful. I could, I could definitely imagine that as well. Yeah. He's got a new solo album coming out soon. He's instantly trying to hit yeah. on like all the women. Uh, can I just say one more thing as well, actually, before we uh, go? Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, untouched by human hands, like brew for a 10 spot. Part look, if you had to live in a beer act, which one would you choose? The patron saint of midnight. How I Became a Relationship God, part 12. A PhD in 
THC popular beer. More like French fries. As always. Cultivate your buzz. Should I make another sex tape? No. Breakfast of champions. Timing is everything. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Another sex tape. What time do the dead go on? Truth, dipped in sugar. Simulating autism with a beer can. Infusion, confusion. Put the lime in the coconuts. Smoke them both up. Microwave cocktails. Microwave cocktails. Oh, I, love, I, love, I love a piping hot cocktail. Ooh. <laughs> Nothing more refreshing on a on a summer's eve than a piping hot cocktail. I was on a stag do a few years ago when we were trying to get the grooms to drink a microwave beer. Ah. It's not what you think it is either. It's even worse. Okay. So, thanks so much for listening to our show today. Uh, we're sorry, I think. Um, well, I think one of us should apologise. <laughs> no, yeah, I started out so well with that intro. I know. And we had really good segues, so... Great segues. But Excellent yeah, segues. Where can people find us? You can find us. If you want to find us on Instagram, we are Slowly We Rock Podcast. If you want to find us on Facebook or Twitter, we are at Slowly We Rock. If you want to get in touch... Directly, if you want to ask us anything, if you want to recommend something to us, we love yep. a good recommendation. Mm. Or just say hello. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, we've had some nice tweets recently, actually. So thank you very much. Do it. And if you, want to, if you want to let us know, we uh, can be found at slowlyrock at gmail.com. Get in touch, let us know what you think, share it to a friend. Wonderful. Perfect. It's Vegas, baby. It's Vegas. <laughs> Quick question, guys. How many songs do you need to play Vegas? Five, uh, baby. Five. What's new, pussy cat? <laughs> 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 <laughs>